0: Angela Martini is a former model and Miss Universe pageant title holder turned life coach, film producer, and author. She was born in Albania after the fall of communism and had an idyllic childhood. She lived in a fairy tale. But when Civil War broke out in Albania and danger grew, the fairy tale ended. Angela was forced to leave her mother behind and move to Switzerland to be with her father and stepmother. Suddenly, Angela's childhood became less idyllic and she dove further into her own dream world. But when she visited New York City to visit family, Angela fell in love with the United States. Upon returning to Switzerland, her new fairy tale dream became moving to New York City to work as a model. Of course, as in all storybooks, Angela wouldn't get there without a journey full of trials and struggles. But eventually, Angela did make it to New York City, and she lived happily ever after. Or did she? I'm Bobby Gonzalez, and this is Spoken Dreams.
1: Hi, I'm Angela Martini, and I'm a former Miss Universe model, turned life coach, movie producer, and author. I was born in Albania, in a small city, Skodër. The childhood in Albania I was lucky because when I was born, communism was already over, but my family experienced that, so I know based on their stories, what really was like. I was born when democracy just came in and a lot of changes happened in Albania. And I remember Albania as like beautiful childhood. I was free, I was loved. I could do whatever I wanted. And till one day everything changed in my life. And that was the day when it was um, a civil war started in Albania and it was very becoming a dangerous place and one day like usual I was playing outside the apartment building and a guy approached me and wanted to buy me ice cream and I didn't want it and he took my hand and basically he wanted to kidnap me I saw a Mercedes car with other guys so I bite his hand, I screamed, the neighbors came out, and that was the day that everything changed. My parents were divorced already and my father was living in Switzerland. And my mother told to my father that Albania is not good anymore for my future and my life. So basically they decided to move me to Switzerland. I didn't know. I was thinking I'm going like usual, just for vacation, one week or one month. And till I arrived in Switzerland I realized and they told me that I'm never coming back to Albania. And that was a hard time because I was missing my mother. I haven't seen her and my family and my school and I didn't care that Switzerland was a wealthy country and I had better opportunities. I only cared about my comfort zone that I was used to with my friends and family and my mother. And it was, like, the hardest time I was feeling because I didn't have a good relationship with my stepmother, and I was feeling like I'm a Snow White movie, <laughs> you know, because I watched it a lot, or Cinderella, and I was thinking, oh, my God, I attracted that. Like, literally, was my favorite movies and really happened to me. And I didn't get along, and I didn't go for school to school, like, one year almost. And I was staying home, I was not allowed to watch TV and I was only allowed to read books and not even play with dolls because my father thought I was stupid. And I was only allowed to play puzzle games and basically watching TV one hour a day and I spent like a lot of time alone, like without speaking with my mother on the phone, without being to school, seeing friends, basically it was just me and my thoughts. And I was feeling I was being punished for something I didn't know. It's just like you're a lot in your thoughts and then you start going in a dream world. So basically you ignore the reality and you just daydream a lot and imagine how would you like life to be. So that was my escape place. Like I was literally imagining oh, I'm actually living in this nice home, I'm doing this, it's happening this, I have friends, that, so that's what happened, and then life started getting better after my mom came to Switzerland, and I started going to school, I started to deal with these things way better, still I lived with my father till I was 18 years old, not with my mother, but what made the big difference that she was in Switzerland, and she remarried and she was happy like I was this child like if my parents remarried they were happy that made me happy and um, my life made a big point once I turned. like yeah I was still 11 and a half I went first time to New York and to visit my father's family and this was the moment that I discover United States as soon as I arrived and I touched down In JFK, I got like an overwhelming feeling like I lived here before. I belong here and it's home. I like the whole attitude about the people. They were warmer, everybody talks. I was like, this is the best place in the world. And that happened at 11 years old. I knew where I want to live. I knew that's the place I feel home and what the hell am I been doing here? (laughs) I was crying when I left New York, and the moment I arrived back to Switzerland, I was telling my whole schoolmates, classmates, everybody, wow, you guys don't know what you're missing. Like, the kids, there are so cool, and this is where I belong, and I'm going to go to New York, and I'm going to be their model, I'm going to live there. And From that moment on, every single day was about, for me, New York and U.S. So, how it started to my dream with New York and modeling was first of all, when I was in Albania, I was always used to do beauty pageant, like Miss Class, Miss Block, Miss Everything. That was already my passion. But when I came to Switzerland, my father was against it. He never wanted to hear anything about modeling. He wanted me to study something, be a serious girl, whatever. Like being model is not serious, I don't know. But it's a mentality. So then. When I was going first time in Albania, I haven't gone to Albania in eight years, never once. And the first time I went to Albania, I was 18 years old and I decided to go with my mother for summer vacation. And the moment I arrived at the airport, the policeman stopped me and he told me, are you Albanian? I said, yes. He told me, stop one second. And he gives me a phone. And he's like, I'm like, what? He's like, speak. I'm like, to who? To Miss Albania organization. So he gives me, I speak to that woman, and she's like, I would like to meet you. And then I met her after one week, and she told me I should be Miss Albania for Miss Universe. And I didn't want that. I said, I want to be a model. I don't believe so much in the pageants. And then she's like, there isn't. I said, I want to go to New York. And she said, there is a famous Albanian photographer, Fadil Berisha, in New York. When you go there, call him. And when I went to New York, I called him. And he did my first photo shoot. And then he told me that I'm not ready still for New York. I should build my portfolio back in Europe and then come to New York, which I hated the thought. (laughs) And when I came back to Europe, I stayed a couple months. I didn't like it till I saw in MTV, a reality TV show about models in Miami. And there came an idea that I was like, oh my god, I can go to Miami, prepare my book there. I'm still in the United States. And then I go to New York. And one week later, I just went to Miami. When I arrived to Miami, I booked my hotel only for one night, and I didn't even have an agency yet, so I had basically no plan. My plan, the perfect plan, was like a naive girl in a fairy tale. I was saying, I'm going to book for my hotel for one night, I'm just going to walk to the agencies, and I'm going to say, here I am, they're going to sign me, they're going to put me in a model apartment, and the story goes on. If it doesn't work, then I think about a second night in the hotel. So basically, that's what I did. I walked to the agency and I said, here I am. I'm Angela Martini. I'm a model from Albania and I would like to work here. And they looked at me kind of strange, like something is wrong with me. But it actually worked. They gave me a chance and they took pictures of me and they said, well, we like you, but you need a working visa. And I'm like, what's a working visa? This was not in my plan. And they said, well, you have to go back and um, in the meantime we do your visa and then you come. So that made me sad because every time they told me I have to go back to Europe, I was feeling, oh my God, wasting my life. And then I was like, okay, how about you don't pay me? I just do pictures. In the meantime, um, you do the working visa. And that was the deal. And that day they put me in the model apartment, and I was starting building my portfolio. So I'm staying in Miami, kind of I think like five months, and there I built all my connection and friends. I started all from Miami, and then I was telling my uh, agents in Miami, I want to move to New York. I want to start New York, and they were saying to me, No, you are not ready yet. Like, give it a bit of time. And I'm like, I'm so tired of people telling me I'm not ready. I want to live life every single day the way I want it. And I'm going to make my own rules, and I'm going to take control of my destiny. And the most important thing for me was more the feeling how I feel inside to be happy. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to book a ticket. And the worst thing they can say is no. So I did the same thing. I booked the tickets, went to New York. In the meantime, I got my visa and I went to Elite Model Management. I walked in, again with no appointment, and I say, hi, I'm here. I would like to be a model. And they accepted me. (laughs) When Elite Model Management, which was actually the agency, like for two, three years I was been dreaming, that was like the agency I wanted really to go, when they told me, yes, we will like to have you, I was like the happiest girl. I was feeling like, wow, really. If I went back on that day to Europe when the agency told me I would not been here in five months, I would have not be ready with my book. If I listened to others, it will not work. And it just gave me a confidence and a happiness that now I'm sitting here in New York with my visa, With the best agency, I was like, life is beautiful. And I didn't want anymore to be in model apartments, so to make money extra aside, I was working as a hostess for three, four months. Like, in the morning I will wake up, go to the gym, do my castings, and then... After at six o'clock I was working as a hostess in the steakhouse till twelve PM just to get around till I got my big job. My first big job. The first big job came after maybe two, three weeks where I got first like for me it was shocking. I got paid fifteen thousand a day for a laundry company for two days in New Orleans. So for me it was like whoa. And I could get my first nice rented apartment and life was so good and I could not believe in 7 months I was like with the best agency working like for JC Penny all this commercial uh, catalogs which are money and I was living in Manhattan I had my working visa and not just any I had like the O1 it's like extraordinary VIP visa which after that you can get the green card so life was good. And then I started to realize that it's not always like that because sometimes I will not work for two months. And then you're like, oh my God, how am I'm going to make this money? And then out of blue you start working. So it was never really comfortable. Till one day, the other step that happened was when my friend Fadil Berisha, the photographer from New York, was trying to convince me. He says, you have to go to the next step. You should be in Miss Universe. And I'm like, no, no, no. So it was a long discussion about it, and until they told me they didn't do any Miss Albania this year, so the Miss Universe is going to be in one month. So you have to do it. So then I decided to do it. I speak, spoke with my agency, Elite. We flew to Albania. I did the competition. I won. And then two weeks later, I was with Donald Trump in Las Vegas doing Miss Universe. <laughs> I was taking this not like as serious because basically when you become Miss Universe, what you win is a visa to live in the United States, an apartment and a model agency contract. Well, I had this already. So it was not like that important for me, but I realized that it was important for my country because they never been very far up. You can compete with 200 countries. And once I started seeing that my country was supporting me and giving me their love and cheering for me and they took it that serious, I started to feel like, oh, I should work harder a bit. When I went to the um, evening for the Miss Universe it starts right away with 200 girl and you're going to be only selected right away 15 and I was lucky to be under this 15 and then under the 10 and then number 6 which till today I have the record the highest placed in Albanian history that has ever been in Miss Universe after I finished the pageant. The first thing I did, I ordered a pizza. I was so tired of being on diet and not have a belly or something like that to worry. And then next day I had to fly actually because I had a job, a modeling job from Elite. So my life started to be like same modeling working only that I was more known. And then I decided to have my own bikini line which I worked on it, and I had it maybe for three, four years till I got bored of it. And then I had a time that I was knowing I needed change, like a soul change. Like I knew I don't belong anymore, not in the modeling, not in New York, like something I needed to change. It started to be like a dark time, like I was not satisfied, a lot of thoughts, a lot of unhappiness, and I just needed a change. At that time I didn't realize things that I realize now, that you always need to change, and you need to change ahead before the storm comes. Because if you like it or not, life will force you to change, but the trick is to change before the big storm comes and i didn't know at that time i was like getting too comfortable and i felt like i was not succeeding the way i wanted anymore in modeling i had no passion i didn't like new york anymore i could not believe that i came to that point that i was such a huge fan of new york that i would not like it anymore and what I had thoughts was like everything was making me depressed, not happy, I was getting bored, I didn't want to do bikini line anymore, I didn't want to do nothing. And till the moment, I actually spoke to an astrologist and he told me how everything will be. I didn't believe, but actually two months later everything was like that. He told me that I will move to LA, that's the place where I belong and et cetera, et cetera. And one day, I had a boyfriend at that time. I broke up with him, and my best friend at that time, she broke up with her boyfriend. And we were like, what should we do? We were like, oh, it's the Oscar weekend. Let's go to LA. And we were like, sure. So we went with one luggage to LA. And we had such a great time. And we were like, you know what, let's move here. So we never went back to New York, and we took a place here at the Dylan on West Hollywood, in Santa Monica, together. And we moved there with one luggage, and the rest of the clothes came one year later. And that was the big LA step, and I felt in love with LA. And here, after I met my love, and I started to be a life coach. I started to do be doing movies as a producer. And I wrote my book. Why I thought it was important to share my experience about, to write this book, why this specific story? I didn't share my whole life story in the book. It's a story about my mother. That... She's for me an inspiration, a strong woman. She was fearless, independent woman. I learned a lot of traits from her, like especially fearless, especially no matter how bad life looks in this situation, it's always gonna pass. You have to go through darkness to find the light and the light will be always there if you look for it. And with a good heart, you always will get there. I never thought thought when I was back in Switzerland or in Albania that I will be in Los Angeles, you know, but I feel like I was very lucky, and I feel like it needed to happen, This thing, bad things, sometimes in my life, that I didn't understand at that time, but in the bigger picture, everything happened for a reason, and you had to pass it, and for me was actually when I said like the worst day when they tried to kidnap me was actually the best day of my life. Because without that, nobody would have sent me to Switzerland. And from there, being in U.S., everything happens for a reason. And sometimes the lesson that I learn is we should not always em- only embrace the good things, but we should more embrace the bad things, even though it's very hard to see the moment, but in the bigger picture, everything happens for our soul and character to grow and to bring us, to make us ready from where we belong to
0: be. That was Angela Martini, who has found her happy ending here in Los Angeles, but her story is still being written. For more on Angela, including where you can find her superb book, Love, Hope, Light, Visit the website, ktla.com slash Spoken Dreams. We'll also have links to her social media, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KTLA Podcasts. You can follow along with me on Instagram at soundslikebobby. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, break a leg.